This episode of Engineering Matters was made in partnership with the Institution of Engineering and Technology. Uh, Finally, uh, we come to the main award of the night, the IET's Young Woman Engineer of the Year Award. So this award is given to an exceptional woman, a pioneer, a leader, and an inspiration to all. Let's see who it is. The 2019 IET Young Woman Engineer of the Year Award goes to Yingwen Lo from Rolls-Royce. Welcome to a very festive Engineering Matters. I'm Bernadette Ballantyne, not Sandy Toxvig, whose voice you just heard presenting Ying Wan Lo with the Institution of Engineering and Technology Award for Young Woman Engineer of the Year. Manufacturing Engineer Ying was celebrated as being a leader both within her organisation and in wider industry. In accepting the awards, she gave an opinion that young people did not have enough female role models. And if members of the public couldn't name 10 famous female scientists or engineers without Googling it, then no wonder we're stuck with only 12% women in engineering. And then she issued the audience with a challenge. When we talk about great scientists, I challenge you to mention equal proportions of male and female scientists. Einstein, Darwin, Newton, sitting equally and alongside Ada Lovelace, Marie Curie and Catherine Johnston. Engineers and scientists are the very people at the forefront of solving the world's greatest challenges, from preventing catastrophic climate change to ageing populations and information warfare. Ying explained that having a diverse background was critical in making sure the best people were working on these problems. So let's not stop at 12% females in engineering. I met Ying the day after the awards to talk about her life in engineering and we began by discussing how she thought the industry should tackle its low proportion of women. So I think that it needs to be tackled from different fronts but role model is a good place to start if young girls know more about you know fem- famous female engineers and scientists then they can look up to them. This is somebody that looks like me. I want to be like them. So who inspires you? A massive long list of people. Um, I'll name a few. Um, Jenny Buddy, who is the first female president for, for the Royal Aeronautical Society. Jenny Buddy was awarded an OBE for her services to engineering in 2010 and became the first ever female president of the RAS in 2013. An aeronautical engineer, Jenny worked with government to establish the UK Aerospace Research and Technology Programme and remains an active supporter of diversity in aerospace. She's very keen in pushing STEM and I think what I see in her when she's on stage is how confident she is, how she owns her achievements. You know, she doesn't she doesn't say sorry. A lot of, a lot of girls say, you know, they play down their achievement. No, she, she really owns it and she's very confident about it. And I, I really like that. I think we need to see more of that. Of course, role models come from all over the place. Artists, sports champions, business leaders, musicians, actors, our own friends and families. Can I name somebody from a f- film? <laughs> so I really like Ray in the new Star Wars series. Because growing up, I, 
even in Malaysia, we watch a lot of Hollywood films, and the girls in the films are always screaming and waiting to be saved. I don't like that. You know, it's like I sit there watching that with my brother, and I was like, and he gets to role play the hero, and then us girls have to role play the princess that waits to be saved. Like, well, I don't want to be saved. Ray Skywalker is no damsel in distress. And I think over the last few、uh, Star Wars films, we see her grow from from a nobody to somebody with the Force. <laughs> And I, what I really liked about her is she fights for herself.、Um, she's not she doesn't you know she's not apologetic about it. And she believes in herself, believes in the principles she stands for. And even though sometimes the power of evils are bigger than her, she's never cowered by that. Today, Ying works for Rolls Royce in Derby, in the middle of the UK. But as she just mentioned, she literally grew up on the other side of the world, in Malaysia. I grew up、uh, on a tropical island called Penang in Malaysia,、um, in a family full of accountants. The accountants had four children: three girls and one boy.、Um, and I think that makes the mix a lot more interesting. I would say、um, the girls do. Play with the boys, and the boys play with stuff that the girls play with. So, Ying and her siblings were given a mix of toys to play with, including dolls and Lego. And I wasn't a very big fan of the dolls, so what I did was I used the Lego to build a big house and put all the dolls inside. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that that just goes on to show that、um, I really like construction toys and the imagination and the creativity it inspires in me. Creativity, because Ying would never follow the rules. I always buy a kit, and I don't like to follow the manual instructions. I always throw that aside, and I like those that you know give you complete freedom where you can build whatever you want. Did you always have a sort of interest in technical toys and subjects when you were younger? I think, yes,、yeah, some subconsciously, like not you know not not consciously knowing that I really like that. But I think it comes from many little things. So I think the Lego piece is one, and the other bit is. Science books that my mom read to me when I was younger, so bedtime stories, but about space and galaxy. I don't, I don't know why she picked those books, but yeah, I think that really sparks my, or that inspires me to you know go and learn more about the world. Learning more about the world meant studying mechanical design and engineering overseas. I basically started with the list of top 100 universities and start going down this. I didn't go for the first five because at the time I didn't know anybody who did. Um, that's you know that's a bit of like you know, self doubt I would say at the time. So I went down the list and I want to pick a degree that combines mechanical engineering and design because these are the two subjects that I'm really passionate about. And Glasgow came up one of the top ones that offered that degree. And what did Ying, who'd spent her childhood in the equatorial climate of Malaysia, make of Glasgow? So Glasgow. I've never set foot in the UK before. I,、uh, you know, come to university, so first time in the UK, came down. It was Glasgow, you know, typical Glaswegian weather. It was cloudy, it was raining, it was cold. It was September, but it was really cold. Very different from the tropical weather that I grew up in. And、um, I was like, wow, okay, this is it. Next three years, this is where I will be.、Um, And I think the university itself is also a very amazing institution because it's got a long history. So James Watt studied there,、um, as well as a lot of other really famous engineers. So I think that's also one part of the attractive、um, features. 
Ying's favourite project took her to Mars. So I went for like the space engineering uh, research group and said, I want to do a, a project with you. And, you know, it was it was quite interesting at the time. They have this industrial collaboration and looked in to look into some materials that you can apply on the Mars rover when you um, drill for samples in space. So that became my final year project. And it was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my undergraduate degree. How would a drill on Mars lead to operate differently to a drill on Earth? Well, we've got gravity, so you don't need a lot of thrust force. Um, so you can do uh, rotary drilling, basically. So you can drill and you can cut off samples from the Earth and basically remove the debris. But in Mars or in space, um, the gravity is not as strong as Earth. So that becomes a challenge. You need a lot of thrust force. And that means a lot of Mars rovers need to be very heavy and very big. And that means it's very expensive to send them into space. So. Um, my research was about this particular technology called ultrasonic drilling, which doesn't need a lot of thrust force because it's not rotary drilling, but it's percussion or percussive drilling. So longitudinal ultrasonic waves that breaks into you know, Mars Earth and you can tune the ultrasonic so it kind of rotates and drill longitudinally at the same time. So percussive force instead of thrust. Exactly, and I think I need to also explain where did that come from. So that's piezoelectric material. So all you need to do is pass electricity through piezoelectric materials and it will generate ultrasonic waves. So instead of putting a lot of thrust force, that's what the material does in space. The project wasn't just theoretic. Like I've designed and I've built and I've tested the drill myself. Um, so it was very rewarding experience. At the end of it, I've published a paper with my uh, supervisor in the end. The next step for Ying was to do a master's degree in industrial systems manufacturing and management at Cambridge University. During my course um, in Cambridge, we've got to visit um, 40 different factories around the UK and some other parts of the world. So that really gave me a breadth of what manufacturing and industry looks like and how different things are made from salad to aerospace engines to, I don't know, all sorts of cars and sandwiches, marmites, like everything. <laughs> Being a self-confessed aerospace geek, it's not surprising that Ying accepted a job offer from Rolls-Royce. Things they do, you know, to make planes fly are amazing. So, yeah, I think great choice. And what job was it that you were applying for? So, um, apply for the Graduate Manufacturing Engineering scheme so it's a graduate scheme uh, that means they develop you over the course of 18 months they put you on different rotations and try out different things in the company and yeah that's when I got to work on sort of civil aerospace large final assembly plans and um, hybrid electric aircrafts and a lot of fantastic things that the company do. In her five years at Rolls-Royce Ying's worked on a wide variety of projects and that's one of the main reasons she wanted to be an engineer in the first place. So which project stands out most? That's hybrid electric aircraft project. So I did that project about four or five years ago when it wasn't such a big thing as it is today. Um, and at the time we were just looking at different technology capability that could enable hybrid electric aircrafts to happen. And my, my role was to basically gather gather all the capabilities, write that into a report, map that, you know, where are the gaps, where are the strengths. And I, I think that report really sets the, you know, sets the foundation from where the project started. 
Hybrid electric aviation is an exciting prospect for aerospace, which is battling with the growing global pressure to reduce carbon emissions. Rolls-Royce has been leading research and development in this area, but of course there's still challenges to overcome, such as battery power density. So in today's world, even um, for electric cars, um, what's limiting its range is the power density um, of the batteries. They're getting better and better incrementally, but we need a step change to be able to actually let planes fly. Besides working on technology that could change the world, Ying's involved in a range of manufacturing projects. In manufacturing, I have worked uh, in the combustor factory as well as a HP turbine blade factory, high pressure turbine blade uh, production factory. So these two are very, very interesting parts in an aerospace engine. So the combustor burns at a third of the degree of the surface of the sun, so thousands of degrees Celsius when you're flying. And uh, well, when I first learned that, I was like, wow. So we make those in a, in a factory and, you know, going past those amazing things, um, and man actually manufacture them, actually put them together and then investigate how to make them better, how to make them more efficiently, how to reduce um, rework and things like that. That is a massive highlight of my career as a manufacturing engineer. Looking ahead, Ying's excited by the prospect of working on what they call at Rolls-Royce external supply chain. Aerospace is one of the most complicated and complex supply chain in the world. So a raw material could be mined in Africa, um, sent to Southeast Asia to be processed into, say, um, a part, and then they can go to France to be machined down, sent to the UK to be assembled into a bigger part and then sent to America to be finally you know, fitted on an airplane. So it's a very complex supply chain. And that's just one part. So imagine when you have 40,000 parts in an engine and they all come from different places. And the challenge is managing that um, logistics and, and the engineering and quality of everything, um, which is what I'm starting to learn right now in this role. For Ying, developing her technical skills is a key priority, as well as learning more about business. To be a leader in engineering, you need both of these. Yeah, I want to be a leader in an engineering industry. So I think female leaders are pretty rare um, in, in engineering. And given that we don't have enough female engineers and therefore you know, don't have the pipeline to have female leaders in the engineering industry, I think that's where I want to go. Um, because I think having the technical knowledge, but also having the ability to set strategic um, directions of where a business can go is very exciting. And having more female leaders speaks exactly to the point Ying made right at the beginning. To increase the numbers of women in engineering, there need to be more role models and more appreciation of the achievements of women in scientific and technical fields. You can't be who you can't see. Um, it's when you look up and all you see are, you know, people slightly different than yourself or like if you have a woman, I sometimes think if you have a woman leader in the business, it will feel very differently. And I hope to see more of that and I hope to be part of that. And I think the Young Women Engineers Award really gives me the platform to be able to pursue that even further. Ying wasn't the only inspirational woman engineer recognised at the IET YWE Awards. 
Samantha McGowan was awarded the Mary George Memorial Prize for Apprentices. She said she was very proud that the work she does in ensuring secure power supplies allows people to get on with their everyday lives. Dr Claire Lucas, who's an Associate Professor of Systems and Information Engineering at the University of Warwick, won the Women's Engineering Society Award. She explained that engineers were changing the world and said she was passionate about engineering education. And a Gender Diversity Ambassador Award, which recognises an individual's hard work in achieving gender equality within engineering, was won by Wing Commander Glynis Dean. Glynis led the Royal Air Force Youth and Diversity Team from its inception in 2008 until she retired in December 2018. These winners and finalists spend 2020 being ambassadors and role models for women in engineering. And in this capacity, I asked Ying what advice she had for young women. Be curious, go and explore. Engineering is a very diverse field. And just among our finalists at the IET Young Women Engineers Award, you can see that we have performance engineers, systems engineers, information engineers, manufacturing engineers, materials. There is such a big range. And I've said that before, like the place that we work at ranges from racetracks to labs to a factory to modern offices. So to the people out there, please find out more about engineering because it's such a rewarding career. And a lot of people only realize that when they're in it. So yes, please, please find out more about it. And I hope to get more, you know, more women into engineering. Engineering Matters is a production of Reby Media, produced by Bernadette Ballantyne, edited by Ross McPherson and John Young. Special thanks to our episode partner, the IET, and Yingwan Lo of Rolls-Royce. You can hear Engineering Matters on all podcast apps from iTunes and Spotify to Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Check out our website at engineeringmatters.reby.media. Have a fantastic festive break and you'll hear from us again in the new year.